0: again and welcome to my podcast. As you might have seen by the title, I've called this Spiritual Warfare. It's not a very long podcast and perhaps even more could be said and perhaps should be said on this topic because it's something that Catholics generally have lost contact with or even knowledge about. But let me explain why it came into my mind as I read the scripture readings for this Sunday, the third Sunday in Ordinary Time. Let me take us back to the book of Genesis, which is not one of the readings for today. It's the first book of the Bible, as you know, and it describes, among many things in its early chapters, the creation of humanity and this world. I remember reading one rather witty theologian who said, that this is like the Star Wars movies. We begin in the book of Genesis with what could be called episode four, like the movies did, rather than episode one. So there's more to the creation story than what we hear in Genesis. You see, God created the spiritual universe before he created this physical universe of which we are the crowning part The spiritual universe, the spiritual creation that we know of, contains the angels, countless numbers of them. The angels were created with free will, as we are, and they were tested in heaven, as we were tested on earth in the Garden of Eden. Some angels chose to love and serve God, others chose to rebel. And in the book of Revelation, or the book of Apocalypse, the last book of the Bible, this is described as war in heaven. And when St. Michael the archangel defeated the rebel angels, the demons, as they became, were then expelled from heaven forever. And so now earth, where they roam about, is the only place we know of where there is spiritual warfare, a war between good and evil. You see, heaven has no evil, and evil, can, evil cannot be in heaven, and hell has no good. There cannot be any good in hell, because it is the place for those who reject God, who is the source of all goodness. And then there's mere matter, the created universe that surrounds us, and as far as we know, to the extent of what it is, that it's neither morally good nor morally evil. Only here on earth is there war, both on the external battlefields and on the internal battlefields of human hearts, which is, of course, the obvious source, the obvious source of all external wars. And all this began when the demons first rebelled. Probably this rebellion was a single choice made at the moment of each angel's creation, made with their whole mind and their free will, a choice which they could never take back because there was no ignorance on their part. They weren't tempted There was no excuse, and no part of their self was held back from that choice. So the experience of our existence here on earth in this life resembles living in enemy territory. Our Lord himself called Satan the prince of this world. But like those whose countries are occupied during wartime, we have some safe havens where the enemy's influence is diminished. These places can be our homes where images of Our Lady and the saints are displayed, where the crucifix hangs on the wall, holy water is used, and the rosary has a daily place. Another certain safe haven is our church. The enemy's power here is greatly diminished because of the real presence of Jesus in the tabernacle and the angels who constantly adore him here. The reason the Son of God became man was to make a physical a physical incursion into this enemy territory, like the beachheads of Normandy that began the liberation of Fortress Europe from the evil Nazi empire. Christ in himself, in his own person, is the kingdom of God. His appearance brought the kingdom of God into this world at a whole new level of presence. Christ's church continues his presence in the world because the battle still rages. Christ has given us many weapons to use in this war, whether it be out in the external realities of the world or in the interior struggles of our heart. As we hear in the Gospel reading, with his appearance, Christ announces the first and fundamental weapon against the evil one namely repentance the devil hates our repentance with its contrition for our sins why because it's his original and irreversible response to god when god invited him to live with all the glorious and magnificent qualities of his angelic nature, even being called Lucifer, the light-bearer, but to live dependent on God and to share in God's plan for humanity's salvation. He could only reply, out of enormous pride, non serviam, I will not serve. In today's psalm we prayed, Teach me your ways, O Lord. Being formed in the ways of God is the task of our lifetime. It requires our humility and our efforts to be teachable. We do not get it all at once, but we must cling to the spiritual lifelines that our Lord gives us because the spiritual battle goes on. Christ has won the victory, and his cross is our war memorial and our victory monument. We know the end, but not when it will happen. But for each of us, as St. Paul says in the epistle today, the time is short because we only have our own lifetime in which to completely belong to the victory of Christ. Laudato Jesus Christus.